Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Good evening. <laughs> What's up, Mike? <laughs> it's, always, it's always funny when we start off with a giggle from you. What's going on? Oh, yeah. uh, just as soon as... Uh... The record button hits. Everybody insists on yelling in this house, so I'm uh, I'm moving the studio back to the uh, to the back forty, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 the the whole purpose and process of uh, being genuine and authentic on this. So um, yeah, but sometimes it's just a little ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll I'll give you this. <laughs> Because in about probably, we'll say 10 minutes, Robin and the girls are going to come back home from getting takeout, and <clears throat> Bear is going to go ape shit. So, uh, okay. Coming that's attractions. Does. That's what he does now. <laughs> I mean, Bella, Bella got home from the gym this early today because she has a meet. So, say, kind of let her out of practice early. Um, <clears throat> and she just came to the front door, and it's night. It was like 68 degrees. So, I had the front door screen open. Or the world oh, with the screen, and he just went yeah. ballistic, and it was Bella. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even the FedEx guy. No, we we might be. Robin's like, we're gonna have to talk to Uncle Brian about CBD for dogs. It's good. It, it could be an option. I think it does well for for some. So, yeah, you yeah. better. Or they better. If he needs brown. some consulting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. hash brownies. Did you, did <laughs> Did you save the wrapper from uh, San Diego? <laughs> uh, no, it, that, you, that he was licking by the no, time. No, there was no wrapper. No, there was no wrapper, dude. That was a whole chunk, I believe, of brownie laying on the ground. Oh man, somebody was bummed out that day. Yeah, they, they, really? You, you're walking <laughs> yeah. to the beach. Next thing you know, you go in that pocket and it's gone. <laughs> yeah, it's just the fingers stick hole that's in the bottom. Oh, did I? Did I already eat that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know it works for Bear if uh, if he was a mellow yellow there. So he he was definitely mellow, but uh, his vomit was not yellow. It was definitely not mellow either. It was green. But anyway, yeah, we want to avoid that that part of it, I guess. Right. <laughs> so how are uh, how are things up north? We are, uh, everything's good. Everything's good right now. Um, haven't, we were hoping for some snow, but just hasn't happened. We went from like, I think the high was maybe 10 degrees yesterday. And then today we jumped back up to 40. So it it felt like a full on heat wave today. So yeah, yeah. It's January still. Yeah. We we are getting more days. We are getting definitely uh, today's today was started warming up yesterday, but we got pummeled with rain. 
down here. So the McDowell's nice. Uh, the McDowell's had some a little bit of a a little bit of a dusting on the McDowell Mountains yesterday. Oh really? What's today? Thursday. So Tuesday to Wednesday, yeah, because it was down. I think it was Tuesday. I think it was Tuesday. The high, yeah, that was Tuesday. The high maybe got maybe got to forty five. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. So wow. the so where remember we were doing that. So I got remember we were doing the trail over where you guys camped and we were looking over to Elephant Mountain. Yep. So that's I'm doing that race next week. Uh, that all that mountain range had a nice little coating on top of it today. Or oh, excuse wow. me, yesterday. Holy yeah. Cow. So we got four oh, peaks. Very cool. Four peaks got pummeled. Uh, Flagstaff, uh, snow snowball up there. Yeah, they're completely booked through January. Well, as of the beginning of this week, booked through the end of the month. So you got, I guess, you got to reserve tickets to go yep. skiing. Yeah. So they're booked through the end of January because they got dumped oh, wow. up there. Oh yeah, I wonder. I wonder what they got on that storm. Then, if you guys got that much down there. They must have gotten a good healthy dose because I know San Juan's got pummeled. Um, there's full on, you know, full powder conditions in uh, San Juan's right now, and then I, California. Did you see California? What they're calling for? So no, but it's I like heard two and a half, two and a half feet up in like Reno and Truckee. Well, that's crazy because I mean it. It pretty much rained steadily through. Let's see. Saturday night it started and then through Saturday night it rained steadily Sunday there was some rain not much Monday rain Tuesday rain stopped yesterday today was really nice tomorrow we're supposed to get another pummeling um, but circling back to uh, San Juan's I heard they got like 170% of what they typically get so I, it's going to be interesting to see if hard rock still takes place like, this will be a third year in a row if there's too much snow up there crazy yeah yeah i didn't see it go california though yeah california i think there i mean there's people flocking colorado right now just to go ski california um just because like we've been in such a huge dry spell in the central mountains and so people are literally like jumping on flights just uh flying into reno just to ski you know tahoe and all that so it's good i mean they they need it they need it big time so do we but yeah um yeah glad glad southwest colorado is is getting their fair share right now so yeah we'll have to see hopefully i mean the biggest thing right now is still avalanche danger Mm -hmm. um just for the little bit of snow we've been getting on the on the the weak layers and everything so and with everybody not really being able to get on the, the ski resorts people are trying to get into the back country so it's just been it's been uh it's been a tricky winter so far i think there's been like five deaths so far in colorado alone with just uh, from avalanches wow yeah 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 so We'll see. Springtime, though, I mean, February, March, those are usually big, big snowfalls. So, I mean, yeah. moisture-wise, going into the summer, we need, we need all the snowpack we can get. So we'll see. But yeah, I was, I was hearing all of these weather patterns, and usually when you know Southwest is getting it, or even we're getting it. I know, you know, you guys down there are getting, 
either rain or just cold temperatures. So sounds like you're getting both right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So Saturday, earlier. Saturday wasn't too bad. Saturday I went out for, I was out most of the morning and it wasn't terrible. Sunday, Tuesday was the coldest. Tuesday, Tuesday, that six o'clock, six thirty walk with bear. Uh, I was definitely, I was definitely bundled up that morning. Brisk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Timber, Timber's, uh, we're getting better with cold temperatures. She's, well, she's packing on more weight too, like by the minute. Um, so our, our, a few of our runs have been cold and snowy. She did a, a six mile ski with me this past week. Just it's, that's like the perfect terrain and speed for her right now. But she, she went six miles without any whining or stopping or anything. So she's, wow. uh, her stamina is building up for sure. But well, I'm hiking and skiing with a, a chainsaw in my backpack. Cause with all the high winds we've been having, we've been getting right. tons of blowdowns. So we're just skiing the trails, doing trail maintenance, pretty much winter trail maintenance. And so she gets a break every time we come across the, a down tree and I got to stop take the skis off get the saw out and everything so it's been fun yeah she just hangs out she'll pounce in the snow like we'll be on it's funny because we'll be on the 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 skin track like where the main trail is so it's all packed in so you're not really post hauling but once you were to step off the the packed in section like you Mm -hmm. just drop straight down and so for her, like, she's still not super tall, but he, she'll be walking alone. And all of a sudden it's like, you know, she falls into the pool. She just <laughs> goes, goes like up to her neck in powder. <laughs> so that's it's, awesome. It's, it's always a good laugh. It never gets old. Yeah. We want to get, we want to get bear up to the, we, we were hoping last week because we, that they were predicting the storm was hit going to hit before last weekend. And we were going to go up on Sunday to flag just to play around for the day. But Unfortunately, we couldn't go, and then this week we have a meet, so <clears throat> no dice. But we'll get him up. We'll get him in the snow at some point. Oh, he'll love it. I'm calling it. I'm calling it now. That the the mountain dog, inner mountain dog, will come out. Mm-hmm, I'm sure. I'm sure he needs it. I, he's. I think he's a little wound up. That'll burn the beans. That's that's for sure. That's that's my main goal right now too. Just timber wise. Just well, I'm still doing my streak. Monday 28 and she's been with me just about every time if I'm not doing the treadmill which I've had to resort to a few times but yeah just getting her a minimum of two miles every day has been great just that's awesome wear her out and get her a little more conditioned to the trails so she's she's a good trail dog so far pretty psyched that's awesome well he doesn't have any problems sleeping you know when we go to bed between nine and ten, man, we say, "Okay, it's bedtime." He'll he'll climb up in bed and he's out. He's good. He's good to go, and he'll he'll <clears throat> he'll be good to go till till. Usually, even when I get up, because I'll get up much earlier than Robin most days, and he'll just look at me like, <laughs> "All right, dude, yeah. enjoy yourself." You know it's still dark, right? Yeah, or I'll get up and do my, you know, do my thing, and I'll come into my office, and he'll like poke his head into my doorway and be like, 
uh, just are we are we leaving now? If not, then I'm going back to bed. And he'll just circle. Back. I won't say anything. He'll just circle back, and he's good to go. For forward my calls to the bed. Yep. You know where I'll be, dude. <laughs> yeah. When that la- when that lady woman gets up, that's when I'm getting up. <laughs> yeah. Not a minute earlier. <laughs> so, oh, so what, dogs' uh, lives. Yeah. Right. So what do you what are you tasting this evening? I uh I ended up with another Oregon brew, Oregon um brewery, um a ten barrel brewing company. Oh uh, that's you, my favorite. Have you heard of them? That's what oh, I yeah, thought. They're... I thought you've had those. Yeah, well the couple the couple well several trips I've gone up there, I've definitely stopped in that brewery. It's a it's a it's a good one. Yeah, yeah. They're um I got the Joe IPA. Mm-hmm. So yep. it's it's a uh, I think it's like a hazy citrus style, um, but it was it was, I you know sometimes you know like I've said before the just the artwork kind of catches my eye and that'll bring me into a buying a brew there. Um, this one's kind of funny. It's just a dude sitting on uh, the step ladders to oh, the girls are home. <laughs> yep, he, they're walking in now, and he's going. In. Yeah, he's actually not that bad. That wasn't bad. That was a couple barks. No. But yeah, this uh this can just has a, a camper sliding on a truck with a dude sitting on the, the tailgate with a, a beer and a cooler. So I was like, oh that looks kind of cool. So going with uh with the Joe IPA and they promote or they encourage you to uh drink beer outside. So I mean, I feel like they're talking to me. So I, le- I like that. You're, like we're, you're not, like we're, you know, I was, I, 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 I'm in the bathroom right now. That's a quiet, <laughs> that's, it's a quietest place. Do, do you want to, you want to clarify that? <laughs> I'm sitting at the sink um, okay. on, a, on a bar, on a bar stool. Just next to the shower. Might want to make sure we're not giving the wrong visual out. Not not on the can. We'll let uh, we'll let the audience uh, just use their imagination. On the can with the six pack next to me. Nice. Oh, that's fantastic. You didn't. The audience didn't expect to get that one tonight. Nope. Not sitting on the deck. Not outside. Um, in the bathroom. Oh, I thought so. That <laughs> that's a, that's an episode for another time. Yeah. Are you grunting? <laughs> episode two two hundred and seventy eight on the shitter. Yep. Light that's a match. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I'm always, I'm always full of surprises. <laughs> that you are, my friend. That's How about you? What what uh? Where are you sitting, and what are you drinking? I'm sitting in my office today, um, just like I typically am most 95% of the time. So I'm going to describe the artwork on this can. I'm interested to see if you'll get it because it is a Colorado brew. Uh, Okay. And it's it's funny because the race next week is the Elephant Mountain, 50-miler. And on Uh this, there is mountains, there is an elephant, and there's a dude riding an elephant with his hat kind of waving in the waving in the wind and the kind of elephants bucking the dude. <laughs> I have no idea. No. Well, it's no. from it's 
it's Fort Collins. Does that give you a, a better oh, it's idea? Oh, you got an Odell's. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, yep. got, you got their IPA. I did. Yep, I got their yeah. IPA. Um, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, now I got it. I got it. I walked into, uh, I picked these up because I, I, I still have the stones and I still have the cores and I didn't want to do a repeat. So I went out yesterday and just went to the, you know, the quick trip here and there was one and I forget what it was, but it was, it was like you, it was like that cool artwork. It was a really cool can. I'm forgetting who it was. I'll have to go back. But I went, I'm like, all right, that'll, that'll work. And I picked it up and I looked at it and it said 4.2%. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, we're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> that that's, that's water. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got the, I got the, I figured Fort Collins, Colorado, we'll do, we'll do the Odell's IP. I haven't had one of, I haven't had one of these guys in probably quite some time. Oh man, that's good. That's a good, that's a good brewery. Just all in all. Yeah, there. it Holy is. Cow, they got some good stuff up there and that's a very fun brewery to visit. Um, I, I did a father's day up there one year, but um yeah, I highly recommend if you're in Fort Collins, go check out Adele's and yeah, definitely if you see their beers on the shelves, it's definitely worth worth the purchase. Yeah, nice, we, I like it. When we were driving through when we moved and we stayed in Fort Collins that night, we went to the we went to the brewery and then they have like the Odell, it's like a burger shop. I don't know if you uh, I don't know if you went there when you guys were up there. They had just like a food truck set up outside. Okay, so they, they have the brewery, right? That's in the industrial type yeah. place, right? Yep. Uh, and then more towards, cause, and that's kind of like on the outskirts, but as you're coming more towards town, and I forget the name of the one area of town, it's kind of like a, a hotbed for restaurants and bars and nightlife and all that. Yeah, um, yeah. But on one of those strips, there was... Uh, and it's 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 one of their it's named after it's Odell's and it's named after one of their beers and it's uh it's I can it's like green on it. Um, Chub is it Odell's Chub? Does that sound right? Uh, the Oscar Blues has a Chub. Oh, maybe it's Oscar Blues. There's Scottish Ale. Okay, that may so maybe be. Was... It might have been Oscar Blues then, because we stopped at a burger joint that I thought it was either Odell's or Oscar Blues. They owned that was kind of like their little uh, burger joint. I mean, it was incredible too, man. It was really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that whole area you can you can do people just do like bike um, tours, like um, brewery visits, you know, and put a mm -hmm. whole. And a lot of them are close enough, like New Belgium's up there. Mm -hmm. um, so you can go and do like a whole day, like a pub tour style with all the different breweries and you just ride from, you know, one to another because they're that close. So yeah, Oscar, they got, a, they got a bunch of different things going on too. I thought you could do like a bus tour. You, you get loaded on a bus from one of the, the like tap rooms and you actually go to like their farm area on the outskirts where they grow the hops and like, like ground up literally so you can go and do the tour of the farm and then come back in, do a walkthrough with the brewery and then have like restaurant and drinks afterwards. So it's, 
that uh, I don't know if they're still doing that, but I think when they were sure. just starting out, I remember seeing a whole news article on it. So it's well, pretty neat. The, it's pretty neat where these breweries are going, what they're what they're coming up with. Well, the the ten barrels. So there there was two. There was one in Boise I went to uh, once, and then Portland, Oregon had has a, a ten barrels brewery up there too. I think they're I think they're headquartered in in Oregon, but I don't think it's Portland. I think it's another town. It's uh, Ben. Event, I think uh, ben. ben, that's right. So uh, 10, 10 Barrels has a brewery in Portland, right? And then <clears throat> Portland has tons and tons of breweries. So uh, they have a 10 Barrels and like across the streets, there's a Deschutes. And then there's there's a whole strip where you could fall out of one and into another. <laughs> Rogue, Rogue is another one up there yeah yeah um, dead guy so, so yeah because i was up there i think it was the first time i had gone up there a few years ago and i wanted to go to deschutes but for some reason it was closed that day so i went to 10 barrels and i had a beer and dinner and left and then i had an early morning meeting but my flight wasn't leaving till like six o'clock at night so I went back to 10 barrels for lunch <laughs> and then I just went from 10 barrels to the shoots, which was opened over to rogue. And then I kind of went away from my hotel and worked my way back to the hotel, hitting as many breweries as I can before I got in my plane. And that's when we were still living a PA. So I was was say, a nice and then week. you slept the whole way across the country. Yeah. It was a red eye <laughs> flight going back and I definitely crashed the entire way home. <laughs> that's one way to do it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. No, yeah, that's all. So, okay. Yeah, if you're something like Portland, that's what you got to do. I think that's. I mean, that's just a hot spot to, to do a major crawl like that. So that's that's like micro brew heaven there. That would be a cool trip for you, Cindy, Robin, and I to go up for like a long weekend. That would be, uh, that'd be that'd be fun. Of course, after all the rioting and nonsense dies down a little bit. Yeah, we'll let we'll let the dust settle on that one, and then. Uh, go in after they sweep the streets right. <laughs> so uh, uh this is uh this is your show man you uh, you got the lead on today so yeah fire away when you're ready so yeah the topic for today um i wanted to pick something that you know anybody listening can relate to um in in some shape or form. And I think, I think a lot of our conversations have been that, but this one probably more so than a lot. And like everything else, we could tie this into endurance and ultras and all that good stuff. But um, just the, the simple topic of a uh, inner dialogue, it's that, that damn voice that never shuts up in, in everybody's mind, <laughs> I think. And I started probably just last weekend started picking at a book that was uh, gifted to me. It was actually my 40th birthday from uh, Tara Kuzumoto and the book's uh, untethered soul, um, the journey beyond yourself. And I know you've read it and um, I started picking it up again, pretty much when Timber's waking up super early, I was just getting a fire started, having coffee and, um, got back into this book. Um, I've been kind of lazy with real book reading. Um, I mainly just have been doing the Kindle at night 
laying in bed with the lights off and everything. So now my mornings, I, I, I wanted to pick this book up again. And the beginning is, I think, very, it just gets after it right away, just talking about, your, you know, your inner, your inner voice and, you know, how a lot of people think it, it controls them but that's not necessarily the case. Um, but just for me, it's, you know, this, this voice can, you know, some view it as like a best friend or, or worse enemy, or if you're in certain, certain states like the, the flow state or in the zone, they call it, there's a lot of titles, um, you know, it could turn more into just a silent partner at that time. Um, or I think, uh, some people may experience through meditation practices or exercising that um, they can contact this state of flow where, where that inner voice will kind of go on mute for a while. And I think those are usually pretty special times, at least for me, when, when things just kind of go away and you can, you could focus on either what you're doing and nothing else around you kind of matters or, you know, for me, it's a, like a, a good breathing practice where you're just focused on just that, just breathing and everything, you know, you're not thinking about the laundry, that voice isn't telling you the laundry is going to be done in a minute or the, the to-do list that lies ahead for you the, that day or, you know, all the world problems are you know, all of those topics, that whole voice can just go silent. So that's, uh, that's where I thought I'd just kind of get it started. And um, kind of like last week, you know, usually our, our discussions kind of just free flow from there, but just seeing, um, seeing what your take or, you know, after I sent you a text this morning, just seeing what you, you your thoughts were on, on this idea. Yeah, I had a I, I I wrote some of the stuff that we were texting, like inner dialogue, self talk, self doubt, self worth, uh, and there's a, there's some some branches off of all those. Um, the one thing uh, the one thing that I, I I remembered and it was something that I I tell myself. It's I mean traditionally has been during an event, right? But uh, I use it during normal days too, where, you know, it, things aren't w w normal days when, when I'm, I'm listening way too much to the voice, you know, uh, listening yeah. way too much. And it's, you know, start talking to yourself and stop listening to yourself, which, you know, it's funny because it's completely opposite of what we what were, what we're traditionally taught, you know, listen more than you speak. That's why you were given two ears and one mouth. Right. Uh, uh -huh. but when that, when that inner dialogue's going, uh, and, and I'm hearing those voices, if you will, I stop, I start talking to myself. Like, for example, if, if you're during a, during a long event, when you're starting, oh, well, you know, we're at mile 40 and my knees are hurting and, you know, I don't know where we at, I'm hungry, I'm running out of water. And now, you know, all these things are coming through your mind. You start, you know, dude shut up shut up here's where you're at you're mile 40 you're okay yeah your knees hurt your knees hurt because you're at mile 40 let's get to the next aid station let's get some fluids in you let's get some food in you 
and then assess there and then move on. So you start, you start talking. I've found it better when I've, when I, when those voices are apparent and they're bombarding you is I stop listening and start talking to myself. And you all know that I love to talk. So that's kind of where my mind kind of went to a little bit with, with regards to the topic that we're discussing. The other thing is those, those times where you can quiet the voices, not overrule the voices, right. By your own talking to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) It's funny, Uh, but we're not crazy quiet. Right. Well, I think a little bit, but, um, you quiet the voices so like you talk with like during breathing exercises for me it's meditation uh and it's 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 wild and i was never a meditator and i thought it was kind of wacky but i've been doing it for close to six seven years now and it's it's basically a breathing practice right yeah and you know this and i think everybody that meditates unless you're like a monk that can meditate for days on end those voices come into your head you know, when you're meditating, you're practicing your breath, there's still thoughts that generate in your mind, but you kind of let them pass. And then you revert back to your breath. When really you start, all you're doing is focusing on that breath. And that's the whole purpose of meditation. One of the whole purposes is meditation is quieting that mind down. So you're, 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 you're not talking to yourself or I should say you're, you're not listening to that self-talk because, and I think, I mean, I don't know. You, you tell me, Bri, for me, the majority of the self-talk, right. The, the, the majority of that inner dialogue is that doubt. You know what I mean? Is those, those questions, am I enough? Am I good enough? You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I worth it? You know, can yeah. I do it? you know, can I do it? You know? Yeah. 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 And I think it uh, depends on, you know, your current situations, um, what's going on, you know, cause if, if you're just, you know, killing it at everything you're doing and you're just like on one of those roles and, you know, you're just having a really good week, then that, I, I feel like that voice follows that, you know, and it's, you can have this, this, the positive self-talk happening, you know, like, oh man, like you are on it, you're killing it, you know, just keep on going at this pace or even like during a race, like, yes, like you're 25 miles, like feeling strong, like your legs aren't even hurting right now. Like, and you will feed off that voice, that voice will empower you to maybe even just go faster, go stronger, you know, be more productive that week and work, um, you know, but then it's also the reverse effect. If, if you're in a lull and things, you know, it's a bag of dicks coming straight at you, <laughs> you know, forecast is heavy for the week, you know, that voice is going to tend to go in that direction. And it, it's similar to, to the meditation where you, you need that voice to bring you back, you know, to get you back on the path to keep you moving in the forward direction and not allowing yourself just to go down that spiral and feel sorry for yourself. So I think it's it, you, you, the, that awareness for me, at least, I think it mm. comes in handy, you know, almost stopping, like pressing pause. It definitely like, you know, in a, in a bad, on the, the bad situations or like a crummy week, like hitting pause and just 
self-evaluating what's going on, what this voice is telling you. And then how is how's that 180 turn going to happen? You know, like make that turn, go the opposite direction, dig yourself out of the hole and make that voice shut up or, you know, you're either with us or against us. What are you, what's it going to be? <laughs> you know? So it's, 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 I think taking that, that time and hitting the pause button is what helps me avoid just that self-willow kind of like self-pity party, you know, oh, poor me, you know, this is, this is happening. It's like, okay, yeah, that's unfortunate, but, you know, meditation wise, like get back to your breath. Let's go. Yeah, so there's it's there's a couple points there. Pause, I think, is really critical. That's it, so I'm gonna go a couple places here. <clears throat> the pause, I, I think, really critical because I've done that where I I know for a fact that I've done that where I've I've literally stopped, just put whatever it is I was doing. I stop, or if I was in a, a run or whatever, stop and just all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna take a deep breath. Cause where I'm going is not good mentally. So I'm going to, yep. and you literally just breathe, just stop. You slow everything down literally. and yeah. that gives you the ability to create that awareness of, and, and self-assess, okay, where am I at right now? What's happening right now? You know, what are you doing internally? What's going on? If you keep going down that route, you know, you know, you need to change. You need to, you need to pivot. Uh, you, you need to you, you need to go in a different direction because if you keep going down this road, it's going to end badly for you. And when I mean badly for you, it's you're not going to find a ton of growth out of that. You're just going to keep spiraling down at that negativity. So I think that hitting pause, self-assessing, and creating that self-awareness is it's important. There's there's another part to that though, and I think I know I I've definitely done, and I believe you've done it too, where when, when we are in our own mind, right, and we're, we are having those challenges with that self-doubt, where we just keep moving forward, right, and kind of uh -huh. that, that ignorance, if you will, or, or uh, stubbornness, if you will, where we just keep pressing on, and yeah, I think, I think we eventually get through that, that chasm, or get over that chasm of that self-doubt. But when we do press through it, I think less growth because we weren't ne we aren't necessarily self-assessing what potentially may have gotten us to that point or really going through and becoming incredibly aware of, okay, we're in this particular moment right now and I accept it i'm acknowledge, I acknowledging it i'm accepting it and i'm moving on versus uh, i'm just going to push through it anyway so i think i i, I think the, yeah yeah i think, yeah. I think it's hey listen as long as you're getting through it it's it's positive obviously but i believe that if you're pulling something from it a lesson from it a nugget from it i think it's 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 going to be more beneficial for you long-term than, you know, just hammering right through it. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, if you're, if you're just being stubborn about it, you're going to be stuck in that Valley 
you know, for, you know, valleys go on for a long time in some areas or you can just be walking up the drainage pretty much instead of, you know, just stopping, really taking a look around maybe um, and evaluate why, you know, what's this, what's the root of the problem here? What, what's the cause? Why did we end up in this valley? And, you know, taking, taking that time, you know, and you could be stubborn and just push through it. And there is some merit at times for doing that. Um, but other times it does take, take a, 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 a moment just to look and find that root of the problem. You know, is it, is it with that one coworker that rubbed you the wrong way at the meeting or whatever, or, or is it just simple, like a, that pebble in your shoe that you haven't stopped to, to remove because you just want to keep moving on. You know, if you take those moments, you can go back and follow up with that coworker, alleviate the problem, find a remedy, um, and then, you know, start climbing, climbing, making your way out of the valley, you know, direct approach to that next summit, so to speak. So it's, it's, there is, there is time to, to be kind to yourself and just stop and evaluate your, your current situation and what put you there. So that's, that usually for me, it's, and then you look back on like the last several days, it's like, wow, dummy, like should have just done this on Monday. And therefore like the whole, the whole week wouldn't have been just in turmoil. So it's, but it's, it's that voice, you know, it's, it comes back to that inner dialogue of if you're set in your ways and that voice is just saying like, don't look up, don't look up, just keep going. You know, it, this will, this will all end soon. You know, you need to just sh shut that voice up from time to time and say, no, like, this is what's happening. I'm just going to stop. I'm going to have this conversation with this other person, whether it's your wife or kids. And then we're all going to come out of this, this little glow we're sitting in. So it's it. But again, it takes awareness for that. So it's 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 tough, to, tough to do. And I think even last week when. I think it was last week when you asked about um, just me working solo most of the days. It's like, you want to talk about a voice with like an amplifier. <laughs> I mean, it's that, that these voices definitely feed, you know, a 16 hour day in a plow truck or like, you know, all those truck drivers or just people, you know, confined to one space and it could just be a cubicle. But, you know, when you got windshield time, especially there's, there's a lot of dialogues that could be happening <laughs> throughout a, even an eight hour work day. So it's just a matter of controlling that. But yeah, I've, I've fallen back on the, just the simple breath, like posture, fixing your posture and just big, deep breaths for, man, you do it like for like four minutes and you could be doing that anywhere. Nobody knows that you're doing it. And four minutes of, you know, six second inhale, six second exhale, and like really just expanding your whole rib cage and, you know, the belly breast, it's like that in itself can do wonders. And people, you know, blow that off and think, you know, like, oh, that's just a bunch of hokey stuff. It's like, no, it's like you try that if you're down and out on yourself and I would put money on it that you know, that those four minutes are probably the best minutes you've spent throughout your entire I, week. 
just because of how it could change. I don't even think it mind. takes that long either, too, bro. I think that you know, there's been times sitting at my desk, and I'm you know the <laughs> the bag of dicks. It's just just four breaths, just four deep in those out through the mouth, and it just your heartbeat slows down. Everything that you believe was such yep. such an important uh, and pressing matter takes a backseat. I've done it in meetings, like actually physically in an office, board people around. And because uh, it's just the, the the stress and anxiety and pressure, or or stress and anxiety and pressure that's on you, everything just takes a backseat to that moment where you're focusing on that breath. And it's such so easy, and like it's, it's so easy to do, but yet we we pass as hokey, like you said, or or it doesn't work, but it truly does work. Uh, I, I've done it, and it's it, it's 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 re- keep it in though. When you do it, fresh analyze. It's for a quick moment, you know. It's not gonna it's it's not gonna last you through the day. Um, it could potentially if it if you're that aware of it. But I think that key point that that awareness is is. Huge. The awareness is what enables, yeah, to stop at that. And I think what, as you were talking about that, I was trying to figure out or, or come to or get to the con, go, take the conversation to how do we develop, how do we develop that awareness? You know, I think we, you and I, have some of that awareness, but I know for me, it's taken me forty plus years to get to the point to know these things, to understand these things. And it probably has taken me another few years to practice. And then another couple of years to realize that, yeah. holy shit, this stuff actually kind of works. And now it's going to take another couple of years to create a, a, a head around it where when, when that moment comes of stress or anxiety or self-doubt or whatever the case may be where I beat myself up that it's, I'm triggered to step back and I'm triggered to take a deep breath or go for a walk or look at clouds, whatever it is that is your thing. So, you know, from your perspective, how have you created that awareness and what are you doing to practice it each and every day? It's a tough question. Yeah, it really is. But I think it's consistency is what comes to mind first. Um, This isn't like, oh, I'm going to do this like every Monday or I'm going to, you know, practice this, you know, on on every other day or something. It's like day in and day out pretty much. And like, you don't take weekends off. Um, I mean, and, and it's just to be, you know, to sit with yourself is something that people really, I think a lot of people are mm-hmm. maybe terrified of and will, uh, will avoid that at all costs. Um, you know, and we, you know, I've talked about spending money just to remain in a state of comfort. Um, I think people spend money and go to extreme efforts to 
continually be distracted. What do you mean by that? Themselves. What do you mean by that? Um, you know, and I think there's always got to be some kind of stimulant, um, some kind of device, something interaction, um, always wanting to, you know, somebody that's just very social, you can view it as social, but then also just something needs to be having their attention at all times from the moment they wake up till the second, you know, they fall asleep. It's just something they need to be entertained, um, you know, and it's, I, th- I, th- I think it's more and more kind of like our, our technology discussions mm-hmm. we've had in the past. People are scared to death of themselves, <laughs> to put it plain and simple. So, um, but I think, you know, through what, I, just what I enjoy doing, um, which is being outside um, not necessarily having to have people around. Um, if people are around me and I'm outside, you know, i.e. my family and friends, that's um, even better. But to truly just be aware of, you know, what's happening in your mind and what's happening even in your body, you know, on those long runs, um, if, you, if you're always having the, the headphones on, the ear pods in, you know, that can be distraction in itself from how you're truly feeling at the time. Um, you know, you hear a lot of people like, oh, I can't run without music. Like if I run without music, then I hear myself breathe. Right. Um, and then I hear myself breathe and I get tired. And then, you know, I only do like a mile because I'm, I'm just tired of hearing myself breathe, <laughs> you know, and I get it. I mean, seventh grade, that was my mentality, trying to cut weight, you know, running, running laps around the, the neighborhood. Like I, that was, I hated that. Um, but now it's almost complete opposite to where I want to see how I really want to check in with myself. And my first route to that is my breath. Like, okay, like we're, we're going at a good pace right now. Like I feel good, you know, breathing's, breathing's pretty calm right now. Um, so, you know, for me, that's, that's an advantage that I like to have. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's always, you're always with yourself. It, the, the question is, do you like that or not? And if you don't, then what, what don't you like about it and how can you change that? So there's a couple of things there is the first thing, the other question is, what are you afraid of? Why being because we're 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 kind of going back to the conversation a little bit the, the podcast last week too some of the topics but you know what 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 are you afraid of or why are you afraid of being with yourself you know what, what do you what is it that you're going to find out about yourself you know and you're 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 one hundred percent correct because you know there there's people out there that need to be I mean there's been times in my life where. I, I was afraid to be my myself because I know I was going to ask myself some tough questions that I wasn't going to like the answers to, you know, the truth was going to come yeah. out uh, or I was going to have to face the truth about me, where my deficiencies were, what I should be doing, my, what decision, what failures that I had, what, you know, the, the, the person that I was becoming versus the person I should be becoming. Those, there's a lot of tough questions in there that 
you know, we're, we don't want to face that reality maybe um, and call ourselves out if you will. But I, I've, one of the things that, that I think helps too, to be, to help you come aware or become more self-aware, not only having those conversations with yourself, asking you those deep down questions, but you know, you and I have had a lot of conversations where, you know, we've asked each other those tough questions and we've, we've kind of dug deep into, you know, those conversations about, you know, feelings and life and, you know, we're doing it on the podcast. We do it on the podcast every week. So, you know, finding somebody, I mean, it takes, it takes, especially, and I don't want, you know, women out there that are potentially listening to this, but, but, you know, with men, it takes, especially men talking to other men and sharing those deep seated fears, if you will, you know, you know, those, those conversations, listen, we're, we're scared of having those conversations with, with ourselves internally. And, and once you start having those conversations with yourself internally, it starts a healing process. It starts a freeing process. But once you start having those conversations that you are deathly afraid of, of having internally with externally, with somebody that you love and care about and trust and know that full well that person's going to be completely honest and genuine with you and not sugarcoat you and say oh no dude you're awesome everything is great you're fantastic this is this is wonderful versus you know dude maybe maybe you should be thinking about going down this route or maybe you know maybe maybe you should consider this you know that i mean that's even a a bigger chance to create more self-awareness because now you're getting that that second layer of validity for yourself in those situations yeah, no, I agree. Agree a hundred percent. Yeah, and it's that level of vulnerability yep. that some people, you know, men and women, just, you know, that's the last thing they really want to even think about, like think about or talk about. You know, it's it's that's that's a whole that's a whole other level for some people to come to, and. I think, you know, it's, if you do evaluate problems and you see the root of those problems and you know, some people just choose not to deal with it, you know, well, I'll, I'll just work around that instead. Like I'm not, there's no way I'm going to touch that topic or let alone like talk it out with somebody or is, know, cause that would, is it even, that would take, is a, it even a problem? <laughs> you know, do they even see it as a problem? You know what I mean? Like you were, you, 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 yeah, they like truly take a look at it and realize you, I giggled when you talked about the, the foot, the, not the foot, the uh, rock and the pebble in your shoe. Right. Cause I do that all the time. I get pebbles in my shoe and I just, keep, <laughs> yeah. I just keep going. You know, I don't, I don't acknowledge there's an actual problem. It might not be an issue right now, Mike, but if you keep doing this for another seven or eight miles, it's going to be a problem. So sit down, <laughs> take a breath, untie your shoe, slow it down a bit, take the pebble out and move on, jackass. I mean, yeah, that's, I mean, the acknowledgement is, I think, uh, the ownership or I like ownership, but it's also the ownership and acknowledgement of the problem, I think, is the key. One of the keys, actually, first step, and then being able to share it and, be, and having that vulnerability is huge as a second step. 
Oh yeah, yeah, it's huge. I mean, I my PT put gave that as an example the one time when I was in, I was having issues with something right before the first Silver Heels race. She's like, well, let me put it this way: if I have a pebble in my shoe at work here for eight hours, you know, yeah, I'll notice it from time to time. Um, but when I, you know, sit down at the computer and everything, that problem's going to go away. She's like, that same pebble in your shoe during an eight hour run is going to create a whole other problem with, and that is the same pebble in both of our shoes, but creates, you know, a world of difference for you than compared to me. I was like, Oh yeah, that's so she's like, so just take, take time for yourself. <laughs> so and that's, I kind of, I kind of like that. That's a great, that's a, I love that too, because there's another component to it because it takes courage from her right from that third party or a second party third party to tell you that you know to say hey listen dude yeah you know you might want to acknowledge that pebble in there versus uh it could be i don't i don't want i don't want to tell them about you know that potential issue one because they might get defensive with me or get mad at me the other side could be well it's none of my business that they have a pebble in their shoe Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Exactly. But if you love and care about that, and you want to see that person be better. So it's, it's interesting because now I'm starting to think about, you know, do we want to tell us about the pebble of the shoe or do we want to have them, have them figure it out yeah. themselves? That's interesting. Have them get a, yeah. have them get a blister. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and she was also the one too. Now that I think about it, she, you know, we were troubleshooting, troubleshooting these, this issue I was having, you know, it came down to one of her um, suggestions and advice was, she's like, this, this may just be, you know, some, some real deep stress in the body. So she's like, sometimes just sitting, sitting down with these, these problems and, you know, breathing through them. She's like, sometimes that in itself can can reduce the stress and there can be symptoms in your body that you think is a, a physical pain and, um, can be, uh, reduced by just simple sit down, oh, yeah. sit down with yourself. So it was, it was beyond, beyond your, your, your stereotypical, uh, well, I mean, it, it goes, but there, there's a lot of truth to that too. I mean, there's a well, lot yeah, of what stuff you're saying goes right back to the beginning of the conversation with regards to self-doubt, you know, how much of the stuff that are we putting in our mind, right? How much of that, that, that chatter, if you will, are we creating that really doesn't necessarily exist if we just stop, sit back and take some, you know, literally take some deep breaths because by doing that, you're going to, you're going to either figure it out or realize that shit, I'm worrying about nothing that I, I'm really worrying about absolutely nothing. It, it, the, the problem that I'm perceiving exists does not exist. Exactly. You know, you're spot on with that. Or, you know, or the realization too that there's problems all throughout this world that are my thought and this inner voice is not gonna change the state of those problems whatsoever and you know right now i think too just a lot a lot of the stress within our, our worldly issues um no matter how much we stress and focus in on 
a lot of those, they're not going to change by the way I'm feeling about it. So that, that letting go, um, can, can relieve a lot of your inner dialogue, a lot of the issues within that, you know, it, it is what it is kind of deal. Like let go, let God. And yeah, but see what we, happens. yeah, but we want to so control everything, dude. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. How much can you control? How much can you really control? Uh, not, really, the only thing I think, I mean, you hear this all the time. The only thing we can really control is how we react to what is happening. Um, you know, yep. I, yeah, we can control our, dis- yeah, we can control the our reaction. decisions. But I mean, that, that right there in and of itself is there are so many circumstances and situations happen, right? That most of them, I believe, are out of our control. Yes, we make a decision that might lead us down a direction, but what we face in that direction, we really have no control. We don't have control over that rock that's going to be in... <clears throat> How much control do we have over that pebble getting in our shoe? Yeah, we could tie our shoes tight. We could wear gaiters. We could make sure we don't have holes in our shoes. But over the course of an extended journey the pebble is going to get in your shoe. We're using metaphors here, folks. So just follow us. <clears throat> yeah, just the, the rock is going to, with the pebble is going to get in your <laughs> shoe, right? So what do we have control over? What we do and what we decide to do after that pebble gets in our shoe. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to keep moving with it or you're going to sit down, take a break. Yeah. And it's well, and even like just creating the scenarios in our mind, we can have the most planned out, you know, again, the, my, one of my favorite quotes, everybody's got a plan to like get punched in the face, you know, so no matter how much time and effort and energy more so than anything, you put into a plan in quotes, that plan, there's not 100% that that plan is going to follow through the way you there's a 100% set it chance it doesn't. So, yeah, there's a there's a hundred percent chance it doesn't exactly. So looking back on it, then you know all that time that you put into that and it doesn't happen, you know, then what? You know, so it's it's. But then again, it's like just coming back to that pause button. It's like okay, we're just gonna see how this all unfolds. You know, I'm gonna put my forth my best effort that I know that I can, but I have to realize it may not have this, the same outcome that's in this mind, this inner, inner dialogue, you know, my game plan inside my head, it may not happen. So it's that, I think a lot of that, once, once you start letting go more and more, things Mm. start opening up, at least for me on a personal level. That's, that's how I've seen a lot, mainly even since I got, injured back in 2014 i guess now it has been um i feel that a lot going into being injured and again i did not go out planning to sever a tendon and shatter a toe out the same split second but it happens that happens the pebble ends up in your shoe it happens um but going into that i think a lot of my self-identity that i um, associated with my self-worth was through physical um, 
achievements and activities. And then once an injury like that just stops you literally like dead in your tracks, you're, you're, you're kind of stuck. So I had a lot of issues throughout a six month process as I went through rehab and not being able to use my, my hand, which was really hard because I was not able to, to work or even simply like bathe my twin girls at the time, you know, so like I was compromised as a father, as a provider and, you know, as an athlete, all the above, like I was very compromised. So how (laughs) that inner dialogue just blew up and there was nothing I can do, but literally sit around and listen to it. So that took, and that whole time I was just trying the whole time to get back to where I was, to get back to who I thought I was. And then what ended up happening was I blew up that repaired tendon and I had to go back and do that whole thing over again. So it was kind of like I failed a test or failed a, a grade and had to go back to the, like, the very beginning and retake it again. And then it was that second time that I actually learned to just sit down with myself and be find contentment, mm. I guess, in that. And quiet, that's when that inner, inner voice I I was able finally, I think, to quiet that and not allow it to remind me of what I used to be able to do and how I used to be able to physically be a father. Now it was, and a husband and everything like that, you know, all the above again. So it's, it's sometimes it takes like traumatic um, accidents really to, you know, you're asking what, you know, how have I dealt with it in the past? I think that was my big turning point. And that took a lot to just quiet, quiet those voices, find contentment, just sitting with no physical activity and being, being with yourself. And then after that, everything changed. It felt like I, I didn't put so much stress on myself and try to create outcomes that I had no control over. So I don't know, maybe, maybe people from the outside, all friends and family saw things different, but afterwards I felt like that was a big changing point for, for me, just on a personal inner dialogue. I think that's great, man. I think (laughs) that, that tie, what you just described ties everything in so well. Uh, And I think we could, put a bow on it there because I mean, what, what I got from listening to that is that, you know, you experienced something obviously that you didn't plan for. Um, and, and obviously you didn't want to have happen. <clears throat> and throughout the process times two, um, you, you, you figured a lot of stuff out, but, the the whole identity part was key right because we all we all identify ourselves as as something i'm this i'm that i'm the other thing and when you're stripped of that right that identity it's like your life ends right like you you, you know you said you got stopped dead in your tracks but you didn't die 
you know, you, you didn't die. You, you, you figured out that yes. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not this, I'm not this over here that I picture myself to be. And that's, it's okay. I'm, 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 I'm here. I'm still, I still got my beautiful wife. I still got my, my awesome kids. I still got a career. I still have my family and friends and loved ones. I'm still, I'm still me. And whether I was doing X, Y, or Z then versus not being able to do it now or even being able to do it again or not being able to do it again in the future, that doesn't make any difference to who I am. It doesn't define me, you know? So your, your self-worth isn't defined by what you could do, you know, or the perception of yourself that you think you are. Uh, it's, it's, it's who you are. It's who, it's who you are. And I think during that process, you, you came to grips with that. You understood that and <laughs> that awareness, that self-awareness. You, you found that and I think that was that's that's awesome yeah yeah it's I you know I don't I don't want bad things to happen to people but if you can get stripped down somehow some way at some point then you know it's you, just appreciate it and you know it's the rebuilding process which is not an easy easy task I mean it wasn't it was not easy for our family at all (laughs) but you know the the rebuilding and the self-awareness that it can create i mean that you can go to as many workshops and you know meet with gurus and everything you know you can spend a lot of time and money going down that path but unless you are you know stripped down somehow some way it's it uh it is a very unique time of your life and it's but it it, again coming back to the the inner voices it's you know is it going to be that positive voice in your head or is it going to be the negative one like which direction is that voice going to take you at that time so it's you know I just encourage to to be aware and evaluate at times like that take being you're you're spot on man how many stories do you hear about you know, people hitting, I like your term better than rock bottom, getting stripped down. Um, and, and yeah, when the, the message, I like to use the messenger of misery, when that messenger of misery starts knocking on your door and, and <laughs> it, 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 you, you realize, you begin to realize um, what you're made of. And I mean, I, I will say this, I believe most, most people are, are able to figure it out uh, and they come out the other side um, a hell of a lot more enlightened and um, obviously more aware in the sense of clarity. Uh, you, you just come out a better human being. And like you said, you don't wish, you don't wish that upon anybody, but you know, until, until you I use this often in, in professional conversations is that, um, 
until you're not going to necessarily make a change until you reach that level of intolerability. Um, intolerability is a word that isn't used enough. And I think it's a very, very powerful word. Because um, once you get to a point where you just can't tolerate something and change needs to happen, uh, it's kind of the same thing. You hit that point of being stripped down. You, got, you, you can't tolerate the situation. And that could be with so many different things. Uh, you're forced to change. Or, or you're forced not to change. Uh, and then that's a whole different conversation. But then when you, but, but the people that are all forced to change and then change, you realize that, all right, it, it's, it's, it's not as bad as I was telling myself the entire time. Well, I, I, I had to, I dealt with that. Yeah. And you know what I dealt and then this, we're going to, we got to cut this off because we're going to, we can go further and further, but you know, that, that biggest fear that you have, you know, that fear of losing everything, that fear of being stripped down to nothing, right? When you face it and you deal with it and you work through it, you just sit back and you take those deep breaths and say, holy crap, I went through that. And then, you know what? What, what the hell was I afraid of the entire time? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What it wasn't, it wasn't that bad, you know, in quotes, it wasn't that bad, but then moving on from there, you have, you know, something to yep. compare to yep. move, moving on, you know, and it's kind of like ultra runs too, you know, or death races. It's like, Oh, this sucks, but it's not, you know, in the middle of the night, freezing cold rain, stuck on a muddy trail, like mm-hmm. it could be doing that. So it, or, you know, I'm, it could have been that time where, you know, I was, I couldn't do anything. I was bedridden, you know, sick and everything. It's, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. So therefore I did it then and I can do this now. So, and that's, I think it, it's bad things happen for good reasons. You know, it's a kind of a cheesy saying, but I always think about that saying. <laughs> you think about that saying a lot after those bad things do happen. It's like, oh, okay. If you're able to push through that, come out the other side, and then you know that's kind of when the positives. You just start noticing the positives are a little brighter, a little more clearer than they may have been prior to the, to those bad situations. It's kind of it's kind of like after you know if we're in the the backcountry backpacking or whatever, and you come out after several days on the trail of just eating crap food and, you know, sleeping on the ground. After that, you come back in and, you know, your bed is just a little more softer. And, you know, the, the controlled climate is just such a nice feature to have in your house and a hot shower is worth a million dollars at that point. So, but you got to go through the hard stuff first to really enjoy enjoy everything that's around yeah appreciation that appreciation you know you yeah we'll just we'll just close it at that just just appreciation and gratitude um to take to take your one of your favorite sayings it could always be worse it could always be worse right good stuff man
it's a good timing for Taylor to come in. <laughs> thank God, thank God, you weren't sitting on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, good thing. Good thing. <laughs> you well, rotten in there? <laughs> give uh, give Taylor a kiss for us as well as uh, the rest of the family. Oh, well, um, good stuff, man. You, will. You, you you brought it you well tonight. Nice work. Oh, thank you. Thanks for thanks for the awesome conversation here. Hope. Hope people enjoyed it. We didn't uh, max out our uh, anchor time here, so that's all yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. We're we're good. I think we're all right. So, well, have a good have a cool. good rest of the night, man. Uh, thank you, everybody out there, for continuing to tune in and listening and liking and reading and saying hello. So, uh, keep keep uh, keep reaching. Yeah, yeah we keep love that it. coming. We love it. Uh, Thanks to time on the trails. Much appreciated sponsor uh sponsoring this show yep. so if you're in phoenix hit them up check out uh check out their social media line too right now there's uh some gorgeous gorgeous trail uh pictures been, out there get a little get a little it, desert it's been fix a little for it's been a little light this week considering the, the rain so there hasn't been uh, uh there from what I understand from from the resources that that we have access to with time on the trails uh, there was a lot of road running this week and not a, a ton of trails, but from my understanding, there might, might, there might be a, a trail session happening tomorrow, but uh, uh, I'll, I'll let you know the inside track on that. All right. We'll keep, keep, keep us up to snuff there. Well, thanks brother. Always a pleasure as usual. Thanks for everybody out there. You guys have a great rest of the, at the night and a wonderful weekend. Yeah. Enjoy the weekend folks. Good talk. Always a pleasure, man. Thanks. Much love, love you everybody. Guys. Take it easy. All right. Bye. Peace out.